Hi guys and welcome back to Midday Match with Livy. Clearly, I'm I am fucking Livy. You guys, I am here with a lovely guest, one of my best friends, genuinely like a soul sister to me, basically family at this point. Well, family. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Gadir, Gadir, introduce yourself to Midday Matcha. Just to introduce me. Oh, well, like, say more. Gadir. Hi, I'm Gadir, and um, I'm on this week's episode of Midday Matcha with Livy. You just feel blessed to be on this week's episode. Absolutely blessed. Okay. I've been <laughs> with Midday Matcha. From the beginning. From the very beginning, I... Um, you do design, my art. I do her artwork and shit stuff. I'm Are we allowed to swear? Have you here? listened to the podcast? I literally told my mom to suck a dick in one episode. I'm like, have you listened? I listened to the podcasts, but not all of them. Like Olivia said, like, I just know everything about her. I always say my close friends, like the closest people to me, like my mom, my sister, Maisie, my best friend, and then like Gadir. They don't listen because you guys are all like, I already know what it, like, I already I know already your life. Know. And like, I don't fucking and it's care like, to listen to you. Well, you talk to me about your episode before you record your episode most of the time anyway. So I'm like, yeah. And like the topics you talk about, it's nothing new for me. It's, I've already heard it and right. helped you deal with it or whatever. But Gideon's already been. Maybe I'll it. listen to this one because I'm on the episode, but I didn't even watch the full mukbang. Because I was there. I was there. Gadir's talking about the mukbang that we filmed on my YouTube channel. It's Livy Bitch. No plug, but go check it out. Go subscribe, like, and watch our sushi mukbang. Everybody loved that video. It was good. I just, I was there. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm bringing on Gadir for a special, specific reason. You guys can probably already tell by the title of this episode. We're going to be talking about eating disorders, society's view of bodies and like how you should be you want to make that sound better i literally sounded like a fucking idiot we're just going to talk about eating disorders and um, body image issues yeah so the reason i wanted to make this episode was because i think one of my most asked questions is how am i so confident and how especially am i like i post my body i'm not posting like nudes but i well like that one bikini they picture might as well be nudes. might as well be my nudes. swipe up for my only fans just kidding i got denied we don't <laughs> we don't need to talk about it but yeah and i really want to talk about this because i wish i could say i just woke up and loved myself she didn't i didn't i had to go through some really difficult things to it's it's been a roller coaster. It's been a roller coaster. So like I feel like it is for most women. Yeah. People in general, like yeah, not even just women. In general. Men. We love the women on the podcast, though. Yeah. But I want to be open and honest with you guys about um, my eating disorder. And Gadir is obviously here because she has been somebody who impacted me so greatly in such a positive way in my recovery and everything I've dealt with. I mean, I didn't. I didn't know she had an eating We'll disorder. get into it. Okay. Yeah. I, I didn't know either. But like... <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know it was an eat. I didn't know it was that bad. And then everyone's <laughs> like, you need help. And I'm like, whoa, you guys can fuck off. Um, this will be like a little bit of a heavier topic conversation. Obviously, you know me. I'm going to make it light and funny. Gadir will probably make it light and funny too. 
I like to joke about my trauma, but trigger warning in the beginning, right before we say anything, that we will be talking about eating disorders. I'm trying not to get super graphic, like, but it's probably, knowing you, it probably will. But What's that supposed to mean? What? What's that supposed to mean? You just like fully go, you're like, bulimia. And I'm like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, we could just call it the eating disorder. But no, it, there's well. <laughs> several different things that played a part. So let's get into it. We're going to talk about, we're going to talk about the start of my eating disorder. So we're going to talk about basically my eating disorder was developed because my whole life I was just kind of told that I was fat, like by every single person. I was definitely overweight. I wouldn't say I was obese, but every single person from family members to exes to everybody, like just always called me fat. I mean, I've been to your family dinners. It's been a it's little. <laughs> everyone's just like, you're fat, fatty. Everyone is always like you're going for a second plate. Like, oh my God, you're disgusting. But it's like, you can't blame anybody because I guess it's just the society we grew up in and it's just... And I feel like for the most part, your family didn't meet... I mean, not all of them. Yeah. Obviously, there were some people in your family that were probably like, no, you're fat. Yeah. But, um, but like, they I mean, think it was just they mean well. Mean well. And like some of them are joking. It's yeah. just like, I think it's just the way they are. Like they're just assholes, but like yeah. not actually, it's just like, you know, sarcastic Very asshole. no filter. It's like yeah. me, like everybody's like me. We don't really have filters. I would say I'm probably the worst, but we don't have filters. And like, don't get it twisted. I was definitely right there with them being like, shut up fatty. Like it was just a whole yeah. thing, but we're going to get into The first that. time I went to your uh, family's dinners, I was just like, is this how they talk to each other? But I just from like a very young age was always, my weight was always talked about as something so negative. So like over time, you could probably see what that does for me. So I wanna talk about, cause I know exactly when my eating disorder started. My eating disorder started off as a diet. Like they all do. I was calorie counting and working out. Like that's what you do when you wanna lose weight. Um, mine quickly shifted into like, you know, I always, I told my therapist this when I first started like working with her, I was like, you know, like people would call it intermittent fasting and I'd be like, yeah, I'm intermittent fasting, but like, no, I just wasn't eating for three days. Like there, that wasn't intermittent fasting. That was just fasting. And that's anorexia. That wasn't. That was starving yourself. Yeah, I was starving myself. Even... Like, let's just go there. I was starving myself. So quickly the diet became really terrible. And at this point in my life, I was super negative. I was a very, very negative person, which is even hard for me to like wrap my head around that I was so toxic to myself. But basically my weight loss became the number one thing to me and it was going to be the number one thing, the one thing that I focused on and it was so extremely toxic. So let's get to the middle. I kind of stopped counting calories and just started not eating. Like I just completely stopped eating and I would just drink coffees and I developed a complete fear and a calorie counting obsession and in this point of my life when things started to get really bad I was surrounding myself with people that were also doing this for them so basically everybody that I was close to at that time was super negative to themselves and was normalizing these toxic behaviors. So for me, it was normal to be like, oh my God, I look so fucking fat. Oh my God, even saying that now just like takes a lot out of me because it's like, wow, the fact that I was like doing yeah. that is crazy and disgusting. But the people 
I was around normalized this so much that it started to get out of hand for me and the point where I got worse, obviously. So I lost 50 pounds between March and June. You know, I remember you coming over to your uncle's house one day and everyone be like, oh my God, Livy, you look good, you lost weight. You, mm. you look so skinny. And you're like, yeah, I'm just obsessed with working out. And like, well, like, was I supposed to I walk mean, in and be like, oh, um, yeah, no, it's I, anorexia, Aunt Lori. Like, woo! <laughs> the bulimia is kicking in, Aunt Lori. Can you tell? Can yep. you imagine? But yeah, I think that was Easter that you probably saw me look like that. Yeah, it was. So yeah, I lost an absurd amount of weight in such a quick period of time. So I was also so afraid of food that I would get high and just eat everything like to the point that I couldn't stop eating like I would not stop eating so like to make it fucking worse let's throw a binge eating disorder in there like I would do that so yeah. often I remember we do that together mm -hmm. but like you would go to the bathroom yeah <laughs> I would just sit there and be like well it hurts but like you would just kind of be like yeah I'm gonna go to the bathroom, I'm gonna I, go to the bathroom. I think I did hear you Probably. I think But I, I didn't know what it was at the time because I remember that day we ate the entire day. It was like Yeah. Breakfast cakes in the morning, sushi, pizza, birthday cake, mm -hmm. a bunch of snacks in between. I don't even know. We just didn't stop that day. Right. And you were like, Oh, I feel sick and like you turn the bathroom. That's a sink on and then it I just happened to be and I was like you just don't think anything of well, it. Well, like, I kind of did. Like, it popped in my head. I'm like... Because you were hiding it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, I wasn't open and, and honest about that. And that was weird for me, but, like, I didn't really think so much into it. Because, like, you were really good at putting off... Putting on that persona. Like, yeah, I'm super confident. Like, yeah. I love myself. That's, you know? That's something that is so... Like, I did... I, I don't think, I can't actually confidently say I loved myself at that time because I was doing these like terrible things yeah. to myself, but I was somehow so confident. I just think that's who I am as a yeah. person. Like I'll always project my best self even when I'm not feeling my best for sure. Mm -hmm. And for me, like as she's talking about, I was clearly throwing up, like I was clearly bulimic. Um, I would make the excuse like, oh, like you just don't feel well. Like, you just yeah. don't feel well. And like... You were one person that noticed as well as like my best friend noticed, but we'll get into like how everything unraveled and like became. But for me, I was just like, okay, if I'm going to eat this much food when I'm high or just eating a lot in general, I have to get rid of it somehow. Like I have to do something. And it became so obsessive and so just like so it overtook my life completely that I couldn't even eat a meal with if I ate a meal I would have to go to the bathroom and mm -hmm. like you know and yeah I just like played it off like everything was fine but inside when I tell you I was dying I was like completely I was genuinely dead inside okay <laughs> I had no idea yeah that's the I mean we would like overeat together not even overeat we would just indulge in together like, together in any type of food and like you know we'd both joke around because you know, like you get bloated after it's like oh i look pregnant oh mm -hmm. i look so fat i have a food baby we used to work together so yeah we were around each other 
all the every day, all day, every day, basically. But, um, you know, and like I would say these things too, but like. I, I was joking. But you, okay, wait, we're getting it into when you and I, when you started realizing, because you actually came in at the time that, like, saved me. So yeah. we'll get into that. This is the peak. This is where it was my worst. Okay. Let me tell you guys how terrible it was. So obviously I would eat nothing all day and only drink coffee. Like, I was genuinely shaking all the time, and, like, I just wasn't eating. Um, if I ate, I did throw it up. I spent hours in the gym, like hours and hours in the gym. I started to use laxatives and enemas for not like the reasons you'd think. But like, I swear to you, I had never thought about a laxative in my life until like a friend of mine brought it up and was using them. And I was like, oh, this is like so normal. Like I should be using these too. One of her um, to- more toxic friendships. I would say, yeah. Toxic. And... Like when you are, when you see somebody else doing something and it's so you, normalized. You think it's normal. Yeah, I was like, this is so completely normal. Like, this is fine. Yeah. This is okay. You know, like. Other people are doing it. Other people are doing it. Like, I'm going to be doing it. And I was such. I mean, a, a lot of, like, mostly women are doing that, but they all think it's normal. We all think it's not. I think it's like just now coming out that like, no, it's not normal. Like it's, it's re- more recent information mm-hmm. for people to be like, oh no, it's not normal to try to be a fucking size zero all the time. It's you know? not. And like I was a size zero, like double yeah. zero, like depending on where I shop, like I might still be in some stores, but like I was always underweight. Mm-hmm. And I always had people telling me, like, well, there was, like, a mixed reaction. There were girls being like, I wish my waist was as small as yours. I wish I was as skinny as you. And then there's other people that are like, you look like you're on drugs. Are yeah. you doing cocaine? Like, I had, I used to be a waitress, so I had, like, customers, regulars, be like, you know, you've lost a lot of weight. Are, like, you doing coke? Are you on heroin? Like, what's going on? Right. And I was just like, no. I'm just skinny, and I was skinny, but I think I, I did not have an eating disorder, but I had, like, emotional issues to where, like, you know, you're really depressed. You either, like, eat your feelings or don't, don't eat. eat your feelings. I had yeah. no appetite at right. a lot of points in my life where I was just, like, exactly not finish a meal, you know, mm-hmm. would just snack on things. But it was, like, so weird because I had, like, half, pe- half of the people telling me I look sick, I need to put on weight, and then half people being, like, no, I want to be as skinny as you. I looked sick, genuinely. You I did. I looked... I know. I'm like, we were like, you did. No, you but know like... I did. <laughs> I, know, I knew her at that time. And it, to look at her now and to look at her at that time, it was like, you did look sick. But you... Like, I mean, like, I always saw you eat a meal. But I feel like that just shows, like, you always saw me eat a meal. But there yeah. was <laughs> so much going on yeah. behind the scenes that mm-hmm. we both didn't really... No, I yeah. guess. I feel like other people don't know as well. And that's why mm-hmm. I think it's like a big thing to always check in with your friends and family. Like make sure that everybody is okay because you don't know. And if you see somebody who's looking, I mean, yeah, I feel like if you see someone who's looking a little bit like even unwell in the eyes, you know what yes. I mean? I feel like yes. my eyes, like that's so weird to be like my eyes, but like my eyes, if you look back, you could see my sadness. I mean, it wasn't even just your eyes. It was like your attitude. Like everything about me was yeah. just miserable. And okay, that brings me to like, I was in such a dark, scary place in mm-hmm. my head. I was so like, I, I have notes on my phone that are like, when will this end? Like, will I ever live a normal life? And I had, I can remember like, 
it was also so hard for me. This is so random, but it was so hard for me to date with an eating disorder because like the guys I would talk to, like I had a really close friend who we had like a thing and we were like on it, like getting close, sucking up and he like looked at me and he was like, something's wrong with you. And I was like, whoa, first of all, what do you mean? And he was like, no, no, like you've lost a lot of weight. Like, what'd you eat today? And I was like, clearly freaking out. And he was like, what, what are you doing? Like, you're not eating. And I was like, yeah, I told him, him and I talked a couple months ago, like after like I was in recovery and stuff. He was like, you know, you used to tell me like you gave up eating. He's like, I used to tell him, I used to be like, I'm just not eating anymore. Like I gave it up, not for me. And he was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean you gave up eating? Can you, you imagine can't... him? Like, I'm just not going to eat anymore. Yeah. Like, like, are you trying to kill yourself? Right. They're like, what do you mean you just gave up eating? And he's like, that's an eating disorder. And I'm like, you're out of line. No. I'm just not eating. And he was like, what do you, what do you mean it's you're not disorder. eating? He's like, yeah, what do you mean you're not eating? But he was somebody that like, like kept trying to get in, kept trying to get in. And like, we'd go to Walgreens together and he'd be like, you want these chips? And I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like, no, I'm good. Like I'm all good. But he was somebody that like, I specifically remember that moment, him looking across from me we were at a place that we both would go to together and he looked at me and he was like you're throwing up a lot aren't you and I was like oh my god I'm like not only when I'm just really sick and he's like no this is a lot worse than like yeah. anything and I, I mean like, I just thought it was exercise I was like her mom's a trainer like yeah. her sisters work out right you know that's normal and that was before I had ever re- ever even worked out like mm-hmm. that was when I was really skinny and when you lost all your weight and I was like, she just works out a lot, you know? And I didn't even, I had no fucking clue. But, yeah, so dating, like, I had the one guy who was, like, also, like, really close to me as a friend be, like, you're completely sick. And almost, like, that almost felt like, oh, my God, it almost was, like, a little bad because I was like, somebody notices I'm skinny because for some reason. You were excited. <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, oh, my God, he thinks I'm skinny. But I was like, because, like, some part of me was like, I don't. Is anybody noticing? Is anybody like realizing? Is anyone validating my own weight loss? And like that's obviously super toxic. And it was I would almost fuel off of it a little bit more when people are like, "You look so skinny," because then I'd be like, "What I'm doing is great. Let me keep this up. Let me keep going with it." You had like no clue. You thought you were being healthy, normal. Yeah. You thought this was what everyone was doing. Yeah. And I think that goes back to like your toxic friendships that I was in at the time. That because like this was. Like, I wish I could, like, this was so normalized with the people I was close with at the time. This was complete, I maybe, like, I wasn't as vocal about me being bulimic, but, like, I, yeah. they definitely knew that I was throwing up. They knew that I wasn't eating. Like, if you spend so much time with somebody, you're aware of their problems, mm-hmm. and it was just yeah. so normalized. I don't think I was spending so much time with you at that time. At that I time, think no. it was like we were seeing each other every once in a while, but it wasn't until we started working together mm. like every day. Yeah. Just when I started seeing you more. Right. But I feel like during that time you not being around those people, like you were I feel like you were trying to I eat was... normally and stuff and like but yeah, like you know, you go that, to that, the bathroom <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah, that brings me that brings me back to like, I when I was distancing myself from people that were like not 
that were yeah, toxic at that time. Cool. Um, I mean, it was quarantine too. Yeah. So like, well, that kind of forced you. Yeah. Well, also right before the quarantine, I had a good friend and she was amazing. And like, I think she knew something was up and she was like, listen, like, you need to, did it really subtly and really beautifully actually. And was like, you need to eat. Like, let's not like you need to eat, but I, I think I expressed to her how frustrated I was that I wasn't losing weight. And she was like, what the fuck? Cause I was like very, a lot smaller than I was. And She's like, no, the more you eat, the more you'll lose weight. And like, just keeps your metabolism. Yeah, like eat healthy, like keep eating healthy. So I was like, okay, perfect. Like, let me eat healthy. Like I, yeah, let me eat healthy. And that spiraled into like, maybe I wasn't throwing up anymore, but eating healthy was like a tomato a day. Like that was the thing. Like that's where it was like, give or <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. It was like, give or take. And like, bless her heart. She meant the best. She was doing the best for me. But like, she also like opened my eyes, but like, I was so sick at that time that I couldn't really realize. And like, you didn't see the full picture. No. And it just like, the darkness was so dark to the point where like I was never skinny enough like at all I would look at myself in the mirror and I would cry never like yeah I was never skinny enough I would have panic attacks when I would have to like go to dinners which is like crazy because like I flipped a 180 and like my favorite thing is to go out to dinner you but like go out to dinner so much these I would, days I know like, all, I, <laughs> all I do is go out to dinner and people are like how much are you spending I'm like too fucking much too but I would, I, there was a time where like, I would have panic attacks going out to dinner. Like my friend would be like, let's get dinner and then go to the club. And I was like, can we just go to the club? Like, why do we need to get dinner? And I remember sitting in the nail salon crying while the guy's doing my acrylic fill because I'm like thinking about that. I have a dinner that night. Like I'm freaked out. I'm panicked. I'm terrified that I have to go out to a dinner and eat. I know I'm going to have to end up in the bathroom. Like I know, like that's just how my brain was at that time. Um, and then I completely like isolated myself and I was losing my hair. I didn't have a period. You know, your period was always like, ah, oh, it's like two months late. I'm like, are you pregnant? You're like, no. I'm like, no, no, I can't even have sex. I'm not even mentally stable yeah. enough to have sex. No, the one kid that I did have sex with during that time, I was like, I feel like the fattest bitch in the game. He looked at me and he was like, I can make you feel like the sexiest bitch in the game. And I was like, Ooh, no, I don't, I don't think you can, unless you can cure this fucking anorexia, yeah. you're not doing any, no, but I was just like, no, and he was another person that looked at me and was like, Livy, I think somebody in your family might have an eating problem or something, like, something, because he was like trying to say like genetics, like that I was like overthinking it, that I was like yeah. fat, like he was like genetics, he was like, does someone in your family, or like trying to get that, get it out of me, but like I couldn't even admit it to anybody that I had an eating problem, so many people I would say, tried to get it out of me like so many friends I would say um we'll get into like when it all came out but also like I couldn't like I hated them as much as I loved the mirror I hated the mirror I almost only posted pictures of myself in the mirror to like have people swipe up to like be like you're skinny give me validation give me validation that me eating disorder is working I was truly like hopeless I couldn't be in a grocery store so like when I did my grocery shopping it was you never had groceries well I was anorexic and bitch. I would show up to her apartment and there'd be like LaCroix I only had LaCroix LaCroix and like olives or something like that like there was nothing there was nothing in your fridge and I'm the type like I need snacks I need food so the first thing I do when I come to Livia's apartment <laughs> I'm like what snacks do you have do you have some chips or something like I need to snack and every time it was like nothing and I was like Okay, this is right. sad. I would. I'd be like, oh my god, you came. Like you came at the worst time. I ate it. Oh, I couldn't I mean, even every remember. Every time grocery shop, I'm like, oh, 
laughing this week. Oh my god. I would wake up in the middle of the night with piercing stomach aches. I'm honest to God. I don't want to be like I'm lucky to be alive, but I'm lucky to be healthy because the damage I did to my body with like drinking laxatives almost daily, not eating and throwing it up. Like I'm so lucky that I'm fine because like the fat, the stuff I was doing to my body is so terrible. Um, and then. The body dysmorphia, like I just had extreme body dysmorphia. I think like I'm still going to have body dysmorphia, but we're going to get into the happy parts of this, guys, because like it fucking is recovery. Could you imagine like I still had it and I'm like, hey, I'm just yeah. updating you. Yeah, I'm doing that eating. So you are my biggest turning point. You're the person. So we were quarantined together and I saw you. You made eating and working out such a positive thing. I eat for pleasure. Not for survival. I mean, for survival too, but I eat for pleasure. Yeah, you eat, and you just made like we were doing our workouts together. We were doing everything. Yeah, and I was never, I was never the type of person. Well, I've never in my life ever wanted to lose weight. I've always wanted to gain weight because yeah. I'm like I was always underweight, and people actually did think I was anorexic. I remember one time in high school, a girl came up to me and was like, "So there's a rumor going around that you are anorexic," and I was like. I'm eating lunch with you right now. Right. What are you <laughs> like, what do you mean? Like, like I was really skinny. And yeah. Like, I went through, like, it was, like, winter break. You know, you have the wintertime depression. Plus, like, my teenage hormones. I don't know what broke my heart at the time. <laughs> but I didn't eat, like, all of winter break. I probably had, like, four bowls of cereal the whole time. Like, and maybe, like, some snacks here and there. But yeah. it wasn't, like, I wasn't, like, trying to be skinny. I was just, like, depressed. And then... And that like messed me up for a while like I was Mm -hmm. just so skinny for the longest time and I mean even my mom was even saying like as a kid I gave the hardest time with food like I wouldn't eat and I'd be like I'm um Middle Eastern so like it'd be all Middle Eastern food I just wanted chicken nuggets and mac and cheese and I was like mom if you would have just gave me chicken nuggets every day or something I would have been fine but she's big health freak she's like no you had to eat yeah, which is great. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. So but you also those, had a oh my god, you had an amazing weight gain journey though. Sorry, I did. To get to that. I was like a hundred. I would fluctuate between like a hundred and one, hundred and two to like a hundred and five. Was like oh my god, if I reached a hundred and six pounds, I was like oh, I'm gaining weight. Oh my god, and I, and I like way underweight. I'm five four, five five, something yeah. like that. Um, I should have been at least one fifteen. I started working out a year ago, like a a year and a month ago, and I was like 102 pounds at the time, and I gained 25 pounds. 25 pounds. Which was so, which, because I remember seeing you last year this time, you look great. Like, you were putting on muscle like no other. Yes. And I think you were just also becoming such a more positive person as well. Yes, So when we met, like, when, when March hit, and we were around each other all the time, like, you were in love with... I, I don't want to, like, speak for you, but, like, working out was everything to you. Yeah, and quarantine hit my gym clothes, and I was like, what right. do I do? And, like, you had just made, for me, like, what, seeing you and being with you every day um, made me, like, I was like, wait, there's, there's hope. Like, I feel mm-hmm. like I can normally, because you normalized eating healthy and working out, which is something so normalized. So, at that point, I was distancing myself from... The people that were a little bit more toxic for me when I was at the peak of my eating disorder. And I think you were working out and eating for the wrong reasons. Like, your your whole idea of working out was for the wrong reasons. Yeah. 
I was doing it like I did want to gain weight. It was about weight. But then after a while, I honestly stopped looking at the scale mm-hmm. because I was like that number. I just don't care about it yeah. anymore because I'm happy with my body. I'm healthy. That was the most important thing for me was be healthy. Like I had more energy. I was mentally healthy. I was working out for my mental health and my physical health. Not, mm-hmm. not even like it stopped being about like the way I look. It right. was just like. I want to live a long, healthy life. And that's what you expressing that to me made it such a positive thing mm-hmm. for me. Because, like, then working out became... Cause like, it was and always, that was before I even knew anything yeah, about your eating Yeah, she disorder. knew nothing. I just was there. You were just there and just being you. And, like, you taught me how important it was. To, you really emphasized how important it was for me to eat. Especially after the workout, you'd be like, well, you need a protein shake. You need yeah. some, You need to gain some muscle. I think, like, you had just bought protein yeah. during quarantine. You're like, yeah, I just got this protein. I'm trying out these proteins. Right. And I was yeah. like, you work out all the time. How do you not have protein? And I was Your always, muscles need to recover. <laughs> I remember what it was. I was always complaining to you. I was like, I have no ass and I have no boobs. Because I was genuinely a weird-looking board because I... Like, when you lose... I lost muscle. I lost everything. Yeah. I wasn't... Like, I, I don't want to be like, I was concerning, but, like, I just had no boobs, and I had no butt. I had literally nothing, and I remember being like, how did you get... Because your ass is amazing. Like, Kadir has the best ass. So, how'd you get this ass? And you looked at me, and you're like, you need to eat. Like, eating is everything. That's literally what it was. I would work out, and then I would just right away eat two meals. Like, one time, Chick-fil-A made a mistake and gave me the wrong cheese on my uh, sandwich. So they, like, walked up to me with another sandwich. They're like, you can keep them both. And I was like, oh, my God. I ate both sandwiches and right. fries and my drink. And I had a couple of uh, their chocolate chip cookies after. And I would, like, still be hungry. But that's because, like, that's what working out does for Right. You. I can't even imagine what it was like for you to work out and not I eat after. Starved, dude, I was starving. <laughs> no. And she was a nut job, too. Yeah, I was. Yeah, you're crazy. But she would, like, get angry so fast, and it was I, it was hangriness. Yeah. Honestly, you were hangry. I was just hungry. So, like, just the fact that you did that, you would work out, and we did intense workouts. I know you did intense workouts. Mm-hmm. Like, and not eat after. I would eat at the gym. I'm not kidding. The people at my old gym would, like, know me as a girl with, like, a bag of pistachios in her hand while she works out, or, like, some, like... Belvita right um, biscuits or whatever. I, would, I had like a pocket for snacks and shit. Yeah, like, I was always eating. And you, I remember I got in your car one day and you, I was like, you had like a box of things of donuts, <laughs> donuts. <laughs> donuts and granola. I was like, what's this? And you were like, well, I get hungry on the road. And I was like, I, was I like, don't what? even drive far. Like the farthest I drive is like 30, 35 Right. It's like sometimes what? I just need to eat. But like for me, seeing that, yeah. I was like. Oh my God, she eats when she's hungry. I, I remember <laughs> you thought it was so weird. You're like, so you just eat? <laughs> I was like, you're like, yeah, dude, yeah. I eat when I'm hungry. I was like, it was such a new concept for me. I was like, Kadir eats. I was like, like a caveman discovering fire. I was like, you eat? You eat. Yes, you eat. I take the food and I put it in my mouth. I'm like, show me again. Me show me again. And you keep it down, huh? I don't throw it up. I'm like, no. I, it just comes out the other end normally, digestion. I'm like, you're lying. I it's don't take laxatives. Not even one. Not, not even one. Never in my life have I taken a laxative. <laughs> And I'm like, whoa, this is something different. Like, she's different. (laughs) But I was, like, so just, like, oh, my God. As crazy as it sounds, you're, like, Libby, you're dramatic. No, it was. (laughs) 
when you're in that, when you're in such a toxic mindset and you're dealing with a really severe eating disorder and you see someone who is normal and healthy eating and looking at you like, what the fuck are you not eating for? You're just like, wait, people eat. Like, this is normal. This is okay. It's like who you surround yourself with is so important mm -hmm. and it means everything. So you were saying, um... I'm saying that when you told me about oh. your eating disorder, I didn't comprehend. I didn't comprehend how serious it was. I had never, I don't, I just didn't comprehend like how serious it was. I was like, okay, like she has like a little bit of issues, but then like, you know, we got like more into it. And when you told me that I was the one that helped you, I was like really surprised. I was like, what? I didn't even fucking do anything. Mm -hmm. I'm just here. I actually bullied you a lot. Not about your weight. Not about my weight. Like, you were never like, God, fatty. I'm not <laughs> even that nice of a person. Like, I'm a really nice person, yeah. but I'm very sarcastic. We're very sarcastic with each other. Like, very... But I, it just... Yeah. Just seeing you eat healthy and eat a lot, like a large amount of food, and like you were so positive about food and everything you ate was so amazing and you loved everything you and you're like, oh my god, I could have 12 of those. And, like, and if, I would have. Yeah. And like, if there was more, she'd eat more. Like... Yeah. And it's like to see somebody so happy with themselves and so happy with their weight, like to somebody who was so miserable and hungry, like you changed everything for me. Like that's even before I admitted there was a problem. Being around you, I was eating more. Mm -hmm. I was loving. I was becoming happier. You were. And I feel like you were a lot happier during that time. Like mm -hmm. it was... Me and you, we didn't hang out with anyone else. Like, yeah. we said it was quarantine. We were, we were quarantined together. Um, you were just happier. You were more positive. You just kind of, you were more free. I feel like you let go of a lot of that toxic yeah. energy around you because you weren't around it. And I just felt like you were being yourself. Little did I know you were kind of like. Yeah. Well, we'll get into, we're going to get into right now. Yeah. The, but that was, I want to mention, because this is a big thing, was during quarantine was the beginning of Midday Matcha as well. So what you guys yes. are listening to right now. So that was also to even get away from toxic energy and toxic to mindset. To yeah, project, to be able to work like, on this. Like, this is huge. I remember it was like such a big thing and you were just like, you went for it. I really did. I just And I feel in. like if you were around those people, you probably would have been still like, partying or doing the meaningless things that they do and not. I'm not that person like I don't really party I don't mm -hmm. go out like I'm very like kind of a homebody but I'd rather just do chill things like I'd rather hang out and do something productive like yeah. we worked on midday matcha together I did help you with that right. I'd rather work I would rather I sound so fucking boring no but like that's how I am too but it took and no disrespect to anybody or anyone that I was around yeah. at that time that was into those things because like they're young everyone's young we're young yeah it's but just like not, we just that's have not what it doesn't work for everyone and mm -hmm. I feel like it doesn't work for me it wasn't working for you it was not working for me I, and it doesn't work for me now yeah I love having a jolly sober time right like that's <laughs> isn't it weird to be like I'm like I'm just I not have a fun big, being sober I yeah. really do I'm just and then like then I gotta focus on midimacha and I gotta focus like you came up we came up with the name together we came up with like the cover cover you yeah we did it together we did all of it like the from the first episode that i thought i was going to release to like the one i that went I edit actually released thing yeah so i had to listen to like the 
I know I said I don't listen to the podcast very often, to. but in the beginning I had to, and I was, I don't want to say I was micromanaging, but no, I was like, you, were. you need, because I have a background in like the arts, like I, mm-hmm. you know, and all that, and I was like, no, you need to do this to make it sound more professional, you need to do this, I'm very like, detailed, like, no, it has to be perfect, so I feel like that was, it was fun to work on right. that, you know, we did argue sometimes. Yeah. But, like, we both had, I think it was beautiful. The best intentions. Yeah, and we both had a vision for it. Yeah. And I think we, it came to be exactly what it is. Like, midday matcha wouldn't be midday matcha if it wasn't for you. Like, oh, my God. Your mother told me that when she was drunk. Oh, really? (laughs) When did she say that? Your grandma's memorial. Oh, did she? Oh, she just (laughs) randomly gave you all the credit for midday matcha. Well, I was like, okay, bye, Dina. I love you. She She goes, I love you so much. And I just want you to know, midday matcha would not have happened without you. <laughs> well, like, in, the, like <laughs> in so many ways, too, because not even just, like, the art and, like, the stuff that we worked on together, but also, like, the eating healthy. And, like, if I wasn't in your life, then, then I would have still been. And Livy, during that time, I remember you were like, oh, my God, can, like, did you even realize that we would be like this? That, like, we would see each other this much? We'd be this, like, uh this big in each other's lives Mm -hmm. this involved and I was like no no I'm like kind of like I'm not like super sentimental I'm Mm -hmm. like not super emotional like wasn't hugged a lot as a child yeah you have some (laughs) definite problems I have issues so like to me it was like yeah yeah like okay but like little did I know the impact that you were really making that I was making on you yeah okay let's get into this is when I had to admit there was a problem. So my best friend was at was home because of quarantine. And we were in the car one night. And we were just driving. And she, like, pulled over and was like, yeah, these things are great for you. And mind you, I just released Midday Matcha. So I was, like, on cloud nine. I was really happy. She, like, looked at me and she was like, I think we need to be a little bit honest right now. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I think you have to realize that we all know you have an eating disorder. And I was like, what do you mean eating disorder? And she was like, you'd go to the bathroom, say it was a stomach ache and you'd throw up or you'd get high and you couldn't stop eating or you just weren't eating. And I only visited her for a week. She only saw me like that for a week and was like, you're not okay. Props and I was, to her for yeah. noticing. I feel like I was already, I was like in my own issues. But I was also doing better by the time yeah. you had been in my I life. I wasn't really there when it was bad. Yeah, no. And she was like, and I think, yeah, you're doing better, but like, you have to realize that this was really big and this is really an issue and you need to admit that there was a problem. Mm-hmm. And then from then on out, I was like, oh my God, there wasn't, there's everybody, everyone knows that I have an eating disorder, but I didn't know. As crazy as that sounds, I just, you never look in the mirror and you're like, I have bulimia. You know what I mean? You're just like, oh, I'm doing you this. bulimic I'm, Yeah. I'm a, you bulimic fucking whore. No. <laughs> but it's like, I'm just doing this one last time. Like, I'm not going to do it again. And then, like, I did it for years, you know? Like, it wasn't, yeah. And so, then I had to admit, and then I was like, well, May, where do I start? Like, what do I do? I had to admit to every single person in my life that I had an eating disorder. I remember I so Livy and I would always get dinner for ourselves on Sundays. We would treat ourselves 
at first it was like you know takeout because quarantine everything was closed like you'd get like Shake Shack or something right (laughs) and one week I would pay and one week she would pay and I was like was this bitch throwing up all the dinners (laughs) I would buy her what the fuck oh my god you and my mother like my mother was like so where's the grocery money going and I'm like mom (laughs) I'm like my savings account (laughs) no actually because I'm like relax my stocks are booming because of you no but I was like everybody I told like it's so funny because it's like you think that they're gonna be like oh my oh my god well my mom was like that a little bit and then she was like but what about the grocery money and then you were like well what about the food but not to clarify I'm like that was some good fucking food I would have eaten there if you were just gonna throw it up I would have taken it you were my you were I was better at that point a little bit I was getting better I was like I'm not paying for dinner anymore right (laughs) you're so fucking rude and like I even remember my sister she was like really (laughs) okay that's not like so like mom's grocery money and I'm like oh my god like that mom's grocery money could have been coming to me right everyone is just like you think that they're gonna be like because my I hate when people treat me like I have something wrong with me yeah no we're not not good at that so like to have everyone's reaction like that even my best friend she was like yeah there's a problem let's get some help and I'm like so for everybody to be there definitely like the people in your life including especially me I feel like we I don't coddle people no I'm not that type of I was never coddled no I like I would cry as a kid and they'd be like are suck it up right bitch. and like I'm just, I don't work well with people that are like oh my oh my god I feel oh, so bad for yeah. you they were like okay so then I <laughs> so but then like admitting I had that an eating disorder was like extreme I didn't know what was gonna come from that I was like well I'm gonna be in recovery did I like not even happy about it but I was like that sounds so stupid big like I'm in recovery but I then felt completely dead and numb inside because I was losing a huge part of myself, as crazy as that sounds. I was completely... You didn't want to let go of that bulimic bitch inside Right. You. I was like, she's like, keeping she's me skinny. My no, but like, which is kidding. Um, But like, that was my comfort. That was like something like I had control of. I yeah. had control over my weight. I had control over this. And to know to get better, I had to release full control was like what the fuck and then I'm also like what the fuck I have an eating disorder because like mind you I didn't think I had one I was like no this is just you know like you know I'm just doing this diet thing and it was like no it was severe severe problems so like I it was right after midday matches release and I remember like how I felt inside I was like I don't know if I can keep doing this podcast like I was like so heartbroken and just dead in my own side like in my own self and like whatever like with myself that I was like, how do I, how do I keep like going? You know, like how do you keep going when you're when you feel this low and you feel so terrible? You just fucking get up and do it. Yeah, it's hard because like I've been there. I've hit rock bottom yeah. and I didn't get out of bed for like months. Mm-hmm. You know, lied to everyone said I was working, but then lied to my job and said I'm injured. I don't know what the fuck. Right. Like I literally wasn't at work for like two months. Yeah. Um, But then I got out of bed and I worked out. Yeah. And then it's all history from there. And that's normal now. I remember that's where I was at. I was like, Libby, you've been through some serious shit. And I I was like, yes, yes, you really have. I know. It's kind of fucked. It's really fucked up. It's really fucked. But I was just like, you've just made something so beautiful midday matcha hey and like you have so many people that believe in you and like more than anything it's gonna get better it's gonna get worse before it gets better but it's always going to get better 
So then let's, I'm going to, we're going to dive into how I got better. So my biggest thing was I didn't know, I didn't know how to eat. Like I didn't know how to eat. I didn't know it was normal. I was so confused. I was so scared of the whole thing. So I'm like, what do I do? You're like, just put it in your mouth, bitch. Just shut the fuck up and keep Um, it there. But I was so used to being like, okay with being hungry for like Mm -hmm. weeks at a time that like you don't think about, you know? So I had to hire a nutritionist and like, she was amazing. She was great. But what she did for me was she made sure I was eating. So like she, and she completely had to reconstruct my brain, like bless her soul. Because like I was, people literally thought I was in a relationship because I was texting her all day, every day. But like, that was her job with me is like, she had to text me all day, every day to see what I was eating. And then we had to go over it on the phone and like to eat again and to keep everything down again was so scary at first and it was so hard and I was like always crying but I was like fucking crying while eating my stuff and then after like you feel good and it's like I work out but like I had to start being healthy and having like that energy again right and just love food exactly I'm at this point now like if I don't have food I'm actually like a raging we'll get into like how happy I am about food but like I I worked with her so much in like so detailed and stuff to the point like every day all day and then we'd have hour long phone like hour long like hours long phone call on Saturdays and like talk about moving forward how I felt like this woman knew everything about me to the point where I'd be like I ate Chipotle with my sister tonight and I honest to god almost started crying and I literally kind of wanted to like throw up like you have to be that's my thing is you have to be that honest with people you have to be like all my close friends and family that knew about my eating disorder, like especially you, I'd be like, if I relapse and I go back, I'm going to tell you. I'm not gonna hide this from anybody. I'm tired of hiding this. I'm tired of this being a secret. I'm so tired of it. It's open. All of us know we're all in this together. Fucking high school musical. But it's we're all in this together. So then even I got into extreme, extreme, extreme therapy to the point of like I had to confront the problem working through the problem you i have very just, serious about your therapy yeah too. extremely serious. it's friday i have therapy in 20 minutes i need to go blah. right it was like a whole i had to say so like it became like even just talking about it and like making it not feel as heavy as it was in my head is something i really had to do and then i had to say daily food affirmations like i still sometimes say daily food affirmations also barry's boot camp i talked to you guys about this so much i was now working out for my mental health it wasn't about calories it wasn't about anything this was just for me to like clear my head like you were looking great like i remember telling like damn you are oh i was like I don't know. You've been wearing a lot of sweaters lately. It's winter time. <laughs> like, but I remember like your arms, the definition, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Damn, like your arms look so good." Right. And I'm like big on like I like muscle. Like obviously I don't want to be like a bodybuilder, but I like the definition. I like seeing the progress. I like seeing the muscles grow. Yeah. And like your obliques and stuff, and I was just. Like, good bitch and that's like told you protein no i know i'm like oh my god and even having like people like gadir in my head like and i even accepting that i was going to gain weight and like i was going to gain muscle and like it's okay it can also be so beautiful number on the scale does not it doesn't matter at all no and like i tell people that like obviously like there's been a lot of progress in my body but not everyone has the same goals as me and people like i want to work out but like or i've been working out and i've been doing weightlifting cardio blah 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 but like I, it only says I lost this many pounds. Now, yeah. like, muscle weighs more than fat. Exactly. So you could be losing, like, 30 pounds in 
body fat, but you gained 15 pounds in muscle. Right. So, like, the scale you don't, is it's just throw it throw out. Throw away the And I was really scale. big on the scale at mm-hmm. first. When I first started working out, because I was like, I want to gain weight, want to gain weight. Because the trainer that, um, the person that sold me, like, my training package at my gym was like, so what's your goal? I'm like, I want to gain weight. And he goes, well, I think 130 should be fine. And I was like... One th- me a hundred pounds. Right. I was like one hundred and thirty pounds. I'm like, gonna be huge. He's like, no, 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 the muscle, like blah, yeah, blah, blah. and surrounding your and like that's a big thing I want to touch on now. Actually, is like it doesn't matter what you look like. It yeah. and like what you, it just matters if you're feeling strong and you're feeling healthy. Like I think we put so much yeah emphasis on what we look like and it's not important like how do you look on the inside you know what I mean like how is your soul how are you to other people and like I'm definitely like I'm bigger than but I've definitely gained weight I'm aware and I'm fine with it because fucking great thank you but I'm like I'm fine with it because of the simple fact one I've done extreme therapy no but like also because I'm happy Mm -hmm. and like that's the biggest thing is like you could have saw me at the time and like oh my god she's so skinny she looks great I was fucking miserable. Like, right now, I'm truly, like, 100% the happiest I've ever been. And that means more to me than anything. And, like, overcoming this and getting through this meant more to me. It's like, we don't need to fixate on what clothes we're wearing, like, how they fit, like, the number on the scale, any of that stuff. Like, if you're not working out because it just makes you happy, then you're working out for the wrong reason, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got to find joy in it. And I understand we have weight loss journeys, all of that. But let it bring you joy, you know? Like, I was doing it more like it was my fucking job. Like, you could have paid me for that shit. But, yeah. So, Barry's Boot Camp, like, is still my number one thing. I just get to release everything mentally. And, like, I kind of, like, take out my anger in there. Because I had to go through, like, the grief process with this eating disorder of, like, anger, denial, all of it, sadness, everything. Like, I I feel really bad of, like, what I did to myself. I feel, mm-hmm. as weird as that sounds, like, I feel, um, like, I like how I treat myself now is, like, an angel, like a goddess. Like, I am my own queen. And before, I was so toxic to myself that it breaks my heart. So I had to, like, get through that. As well as I had to stop drinking for a while. This is, like, was a personal thing for me, going back to my recovery and how I, like, got to where I am now is, like, like throwing up used to excite me. God forbid I drank too much to the point that I'd have to like I would throw up because of drinking. I and just she's like oh yay. I know woo <laughs> No, but like I would so now I had to um stop drinking and like it caused I was turning twenty one, you know, like how do you And for a while you were like feel like I'm not young I'm not my age everyone my age is doing something different like I don't know how to have fun like people my age I'm like well you're not like people your age right I'm a little bit older than you I'm almost 25 holy shit but you don't even feel like you're 25 I feel like I'm like 40 (laughs) I feel like I'm Um, fucking 40 at this point but I remember you had a huge issue with not being able to like relate to the people your age. I mean, like a lot, like everyone my age is going out clubbing and partying, and I'm not. And like, I don't think you actually really wanted to. I, didn't. I think you just had a little bit of FOMO. Yeah, I issues, think it's. I think but, there's some FOMO there. But like, you just like didn't feel normal, and I was just like, I mean, you don't have to do what everyone else is doing. Mm-hmm. Like, I truly believe in like work hard now, play hard later. Yeah. You know, you have your whole life to, like, mm-hmm. do whatever the fuck you want. I don't and know, whatever makes you happy. 
But now, I'm not saying, like, don't have fun. It's just, like, you want to work on yourself now while you're young before it's too late. Right. Before you get fucking old and the life just gets sucked and out I of think you, if, you know? Yeah, I think if I was to go out and, like, because everyone wanted me to, and, like, obviously this caused a lot of problems with friends, quotations, because of the fact, like, if your friends can't accept the fact that you're yeah. not want to drink or something yeah. like that, then you don't need them I've in your life. I've been there. I've had friends be like, do you even leave your house? I'm like, yeah, I leave my house just right. not to, I go, just to, got, not to I go, just, go to the club. Oh, my God, I'm just working on this really hard brand and business for myself. It's just yeah. really intense. takes up all my energy. But, um, yeah, like, because I was such a party girl to, like, completely stop doing that and, like, pull back 100% and focus on me and stuff. But I knew... I wanted to get better and I knew I was putting thousands of dollars into my recovery and I was putting so much time and I was wanting to become the best version of myself for myself because I deserved that, that I was going to have to make huge sacrifices and that did mean friendships. Again, that did mean cutting off toxic people and things to me that were not benefiting my recovery. so I couldn't be around people who talk negatively about themselves. I couldn't hear about people's bodies. Like I was very, very, very strict on every single person in my life at the time. Like if you're going to talk about your body, I like I cannot be here to listen to it because the last thing I will ever do is put myself back in that mindset. And I think um, I just have cut out anybody that can talk, will talk negatively about themselves. I only surround myself with people that love themselves and their bodies. It's like me staring myself in the right. ass. Right. Staring it. myself in the mirror at my ass. Yeah. Not even myself, just my ass. Mm-hmm. For like and like Gadir, like day. just people who are like so okay with like loving themselves. Like I feel like we live in a society where it's so emphasized to not really like you your goal should be to be this weight. Your goal should yeah. be this. Like maybe like lose weight. It's like I don't care. Like, you've always told me. Like, and Everyone's different. I've always told you everyone's body is different. Yeah. Because, like, some people, like, you just have a different bone structure. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe your bones are bigger, wider. Right. It's just your bone structure is different. So no matter how many times you throw up, no matter how much you fucking starve yourself, you're not going to be, like, as skinny as you think you need to be. Which, yeah. You know, it's just, like, your body type. Everyone's different. Right. And you also healthy being healthy. Like it's being so much more important so much to more be important. healthy. It makes such a difference. Like and by healthy, you mean like mentally healthy and mentally like mentally and just eating healthy, healthy just yeah. to feel healthy. I used to eat like shit all the time. Like mm-hmm. I'm a huge sweet tooth. Like I even sometimes to this day, like I'll have M and M's for breakfast, which is okay. Chocolate. Like that's it's my biggest okay. thing. And it's is not that even like, like it's just like the only part I feel guilty about is like. Well, how is how am I gonna feel the rest of the day? Right. Like, what's this gonna do to my body? Not physically, but like, well, like, yeah, kind of physically. Like, am I gonna even be able to be productive today? Yeah, eating healthy makes such a fucking difference. In it like does my mental health. First of all, it really fucking helps. Like, yeah. if you eat McDonald's every day. You, I felt like sugar after you're eating. gonna feel I like went McDonald's like every all day. of quarantine. Like, we ate like organic food. Yeah, it was all organic. It was all super healthy. We would like have sugar but like not that often oh my god do you literally remember i made brownies with cookie dough on top and we ate the whole pan it was so the good entire looking thing. back on that i missed we would those. Eat straight cookie i miss those too well, I, us like we eat so healthy but yeah. obviously we're human like we humans, yeah no i we do not if you want something eat it eat it in moderation yeah. then that's know? what being healthy is like yeah if you want it don't limit yourself don't restrict yourself yeah. like that is super toxic i remember telling um my nutritionist, I was like, well, 
I made, I think I like did something with conservatory and I was like, so I'm treating myself to a cupcake. And she was like, never treat yourself to food because you can eat food whenever you want. Like you don't have to do something to like eat a cupcake, like eat the fucking cupcake if you want a cupcake. And that's like something that I still like live by to this day. Mm -hmm. If I want it, I'm going to eat it. And like, that's my biggest thing. So, okay, let's get into how I stay healthy now and how I stay on recovery. That's a big thing for me. Okay, Barry's boot camp again. Like, just my workouts mean so much to me because I get to like release just like everything mentally. Like, I, I tell everybody I'd be a raging cunt if I didn't have those workouts. Helps for me, yeah. kickboxing. You you do really, that like intensely. I do. I'm surprisingly really good. You're really, it's impressive. We're all impressed. Really strong. Medivh just like, like what the fuck? Yeah. But, I'm a small girl, but like I can kick and punch yeah. really hard. But, like, working out, I think, for the both of us is, a, like, probably one of the biggest things of our lives. It, it was a game changer for both of us. Yeah. It was the turning point for me in my life. Yeah. I don't think I'd be where I'm at today if I didn't, like, go to the gym that day. Honestly, the day I started working out, I went to the gym to use their showers or something oh like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> I wasn't even going to work out. Yeah. And someone came up to me. He was, like, the fitness manager there and was like... I never see you here. I had my membership for over a year. Yeah. Like, I, I'm good with faces. Never fucking seen you here. And I was like, uh, yeah, okay. And he was like, what are you working on today? I was like, uh, legs. And he was like, okay, we'll do it together. I was like, fuck, I didn't even want to really work out. Yeah. This guy's just trying to sell me training. Right. He trained me that day. I was fucking dying. I wanted to throw up. Right. Didn't tell him that because I wanted to be like cool. Like, I'm yeah, all strong. Strong. You know, it's my uh, pride issues. Yeah. And I was like, okay, like you're going to try and fucking sell me training now. Like that's bullshit. I'm going to say no. And I was like in my head the whole time in this training. I was like, I'm not going to fucking buy this training. But then he somehow convinced me. I don't yeah. Remember and said. that like changed your life forever. Everything. I was Everything. like, all right, if I'm spending this much money on training, I'm showing up to the gym every day. And I did. And it was the one thing that got me out of bed, bed during a time where I would lay in bed all day and just watch Netflix, but not even watch the Netflix. I would just, like, be numb. Like, yeah. I was dead. Just in pain. Inside. Pain yes. inside, dead inside. Yes. That's where, like, that's where I was at when I was, like, dead inside completely. And I was, like, okay, like, work isn't enough to get me out of bed. And, like, when Do I... Do even go to <laughs> What job? I'm injured. I'm, like, I can't even do it. Um, no, but then I was, like, I start my morning off with berries, and I'm just a better person yeah. after it. Yeah. I'm, what if I'm, like, and this is sponsored by, no, could you imagine? This is sponsored no. by berries in Chicago. It's not. It's not. I literally wish it was. But just to get up and start my morning with a workout and clear my head for, like, the rest of the day, I just felt. And, just like, it, it just gives me it energy. It feels good to sweat. It has nothing to do, for me, working out has absolutely nothing to do with how I look. Like, I love the results it gives me, but it's not like, oh, I have to hit this goal weight. Yeah. Like, it's none of that anymore. It's just, this brings me happiness. Yeah, and I feel like, like, during this time, you know, wintertime, everyone gets a little depressed. And yeah. About it. It's so fucking dark and cold outside. And, like, I've gotten to the point where, like, I'm happy with my body. I'm 100% content with my body. Yeah. And my trainers are like, why aren't you showing up to the gym eight days a week yeah. <laughs> like you used to? And I'm like... I don't know, man. I'm tired in the morning. They're like, you know what? You get, you got a little bit of abs, you know, you get chiseled arms and you just don't want to show up anymore. (laughs) I was like, I 
think so. You're like, it's just not about the body anymore. It's not I'm about cold. my body anymore. Like, I'm cold. Right. I want to sleep. <laughs> and then, but those days where I, like, skip the workout, I'm like, oh, shit. I used to be really hard on myself about it, but now I'm just like, you've worked hard. You deserve a break. You right. Know? You I don't, do. I don't ever want it to feel like a chore. And when it does is when out. I take the break. Yes, and that's when you need to take a break. Honestly, I feel like I need to take, like, a month-long break and lose all my progress or something and then be like, get my motivation. Is that what's going to motivate you? I don't know. Just because sometimes I'm like tired yet. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to No, do the that. pre-workout for me is crack. Yeah. It's crack. Yeah. And I get to, okay. You know I don't always take pre-workout. I think the I, best pre-workout is like a banana. No, like to me, I'm the complete opposite. I have to drink my pre-workout in the mornings and like I run into, I'm like walking to berries like with like, I'm like doing my affirmations. I'm like, let's go. I can't wait. This is going to be an amazing, I yell at myself on the treadmill. I'm like, let's go bitch. Sprinting at an 11. Like, let's go. Like, I just love, I just, I can't even express to you how much I love working out and like berries just for like the mental release of it like I leave the classes I, I think every day I feel like you should just have them listen to I this god I need to honest you. to god they, they need really to. don't need your sponsor they don't they're like please anything stop but like for me it was just such a good um happy pill I guess does that sound weird like no but like it was just like a, it's happiness to me that and I'm so lucky to be able to start my day with a workout class in general it would just be a workout but for me, berries is addicting. And okay, another thing, I do daily affirmations. I talk about this a lot, but especially before and after I eat. So I'm like, I'm, during the day, like especially in my therapy, it was very much known that I had to say daily affirmations to retrain my brain completely. So I would be like, okay, I have them in my phone and they'll pop up on my screen and I'll say them every time I get them and I'll say them before or after meals or if I feel like I really need it. Um, they're like, calories are energy my body needs to be able to function as well as I want my body I like I want to have curves I want to have boobs I want to be able to look like a woman because like that was something for me that was really hard was like I didn't yeah you had no ass yeah I had no ass no tits none of it none of it yeah (laughs) you were just Just, there I was there no I mean there was nothing like wrong with the way you looked it was just not healthy. It was just really you weren't. Wasn't. No, there was something. You it was, weren't fucking healthy. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, you're just yeah. no. And so I say daily affirmations and like, as well as like, I have to remind myself when I eat meals that might not be like the healthiest in quotations because healthy is what we make it. Um, that it's okay. I deserve this. I'm gonna feel good eating this. I'm gonna feel good after I eat this. Mm-hmm. I don't have like it. I'm eating like it's, it's like a me beautiful my thing. McDonald's after like two workout classes in a row I'm like I'm just gonna you're like I just and I think it's like for me it was really hard to like get back to eating again but like now it's like with these affirmations when I tell you they completely changed my brain like they completely changed my brain so now I'm like oh my god I'm I'm able to eat like these things are like when you feel the guilt because for me I would obviously feel immense guilt that's why I would you know after I ate um now it's like when I feel that guilt to replace it with an affirmation of I eating is good for me. Calorie, calories are energy my body needs. Like this meal is fueling me. This mm-hmm. meal is giving me the curves that I want. Yeah. Like it changes you completely. Like you become what you think. So also another thing like I eat. Oh, I manifest, I meditate, and I heal with crystal sage and journaling. You're like, what the fuck? But like that is how dedicated I am to staying healthy and just being the best version of myself. Like I have healing crystals. I meditate and manifest on things that I want in my life and I want to bring into my life. And I meditate to stay calm and centered and like 
really be mm-hmm. mindful of my body. Like I mindfully eat too, where I, like, I'm just like aware of that I'm eating and it's good and this is so beautiful that I'm able to do this. Um, therapy is obviously a huge thing for me. Like I make therapies pretty intense. Because, you know, you don't go through something like this and, you know, not have therapy as well as in general therapy is good. I think I'm a big therapy it's advocate. It's good for everyone. Yeah, I big therapy like advocate. therapist most of the time. Mm-hmm. I just love therapy. Also, this was a huge one for me was open communication with my close friends and family. So, like, my mom, my sister, you, yeah. and my best friend. You call me every time you're sad. Yeah. You're crying. I am. Every time I see a missed call from you or FaceTime, I'm like, what's this bitch crying about today? <laughs> I'll, like, call you and I'm like, I just don't feel like I'm doing enough in life. And, you're and like, I'm like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? You quit your job so you could do more. You I are do- <laughs> you're doing the most. I know. I, like, my days are packed and I'm like, I just think I could do more. It's- I get calls like this from you and I'm like, I haven't even washed my hair in five days. Right. And this bitch is like, I'm not doing enough. And I'm like, I can... I'm like, I'm done. I'm recording one episode to YouTube videos. It's been a month since I've done laundry. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like on it. I don't know. I think we all have our own issues and stuff. But yeah, I also, I'll call you. I will call you all the time. Even when, especially when I feel like bad about my body and you're like the number one. Yeah. And person I'm just like, like, my mom's like, get the fuck over it. You're like, you're beautiful. Like you're strong. You're beautiful. I love you. Yeah. Having a support system was a part of my therapy. So I have a really great support system. As well as I had to cut out people that weren't great for me. Even people mm-hmm. I didn't want to have to cut off for me. I had to. Which, you know, you, like, I just, my biggest thing is. I always told you your friends suck. I just don't, I just think that you're at a different point or different goals in your life. When you, what the fuck ever. Yeah. They sucked for you. It was, it was just, I was in a toxic place with people in my life and like obviously I was you don't throw up like all the time and you have people that can normalize it yeah you know? they're like, like it's, yeah no it's okay here drink some right. black seconds after you have this bomb $80 right. meal or something like here have some black seconds after yeah. are you fucking kidding me no keep that shit in my stomach which, long right which like I'm like I'm People are in your life for learning lessons, 100% is what I believe. And for me, my biggest thing has been my recovery and staying healthy. Like, this has meant the world to me. And, like, because to be able to eat freely again and, like, not have those thoughts. Like, I just pulled myself out of a really dark place in a really dark time. And I don't think people really realized how severe it was and how hard it was to do. And I just can't risk going backwards at any Mm -hmm. time. Like, I just cannot. As well as... You know, I look how far I've came, obviously. Like, me six months ago and me now are two completely different Mm -hmm. people. So, like, the change was up to me, and it was just embracing the weight I was gaining. It was embracing everything. It was embracing that I was able to eat again. It was all of this. So, and now I also, one thing that's big for me is I look at how happy I am, and that means more to me than, like, a number on a scale. So, like, how happy I am, what I get to eat every day, like, just being able to wake up and eat freely is like the world to me it means so much to me and no friendship or person is worth me not feeling great about myself or what I'm eating or what I'm doing again Mm -hmm. so yeah eating like I just love it's a thing you know great and I don't weigh myself I think we both talked about that I we don't weigh ourselves also super nice to myself like I'm so 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 nice to myself to the point where I'm like 
just everything I do, I'm like, you're doing amazing. I love you. Even though I do have breakdowns about what I'm doing, we all do. Um, this is a big one. I don't facetune my photos at all. So I used to be facetuning my photos to look skinnier. She had friends doing it for her. She I just had, I was just, it. yeah. I just had a lot of people around me that were facetuning their bodies and facetuning parts of them that was not needed. And I completely grabbed, I was on that too. You know, I was on that train and you facetune your body to look a certain way and you want it to look that way. And then like, it was so funny with my eating with all of that. Like I was like, Oh no, I'm just, like, I know I'm done or like, I know I've made it when I was in my eating disorder. I'm like, when I look like the Facetune version of myself. And now it's so funny to see where I've come because I'm like, or I was like, where I don't have to Facetune my photos. And now I'm like, I don't have to Facetune my photos and I'm healthy, you know? Like I don't Facetune, if I smooth my skin, I smooth my skin or I whiten my roots to make my hair look blonder. I'll never touch my body on a Facetune again. I will never do that because of how toxic that was for me. I mean, I don't really give a fuck. For other people, too, I think. Yeah. Because you go on Instagram. Like, I had to unfollow certain accounts where, like, I just saw, like, mm -hmm. perfect women. Yeah. Perfect fucking women. And I'm like, but why isn't my nose that small? Right. Why aren't my lips that big? Why aren't my tits that big? Blah, blah, blah. You know, like, and I never, like, realize those issues. But, like, it gets to the point where, like, you're comparing yourself, comparing yourself, comparing yourself. And yeah. once you realize none of that's real... You realize how fucking toxic that is. Yeah. That's, people. Like, imagine someone like looking at yours and being like, oh my God, she's so, I want that body. I want that. Yeah. It's like, it's not even real. real. It's not even fucking mine. I want it too. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah, me too. That's why like I refuse a hundred percent. I literally refuse to even facetune my, I will never facetune. Like I will never make my face look a different sort of way. I'll smooth out my pimples because I don't want my pimples to show and I'll whiten my hair because my hairstylist left me brassy, but I will never touch my body and like on the face tune anything. And it's just a toxic mind. It's a toxic thing for me to fall into and it's just not worth it for me. And it's like, I'm fucking happy with how I look. So I don't need to face tune it. Um, I also don't focus on my external goals, only internal. I don't have body goals. I don't have any sort of body goals. If I see the obliques come through, I like to see the obliques come through. Like who doesn't? But that just is a that's just a perk of my workouts. I'm never going to be like, I have to set a body goal. I don't think I'll ever do that again in my life because of where it led me and how toxic it was. I focus on my internal goals, like who I want to be as a person, how happy I want to be, who, what I want to preach to the world, the messages I want to do. Like that's what I focus on. And that reflects on the outside of me. Like my happiness, you can see it on the outside of me. I don't focus on like doing that. No, we don't focus on fucking external goals. Internal goals only. I want to be happy. Happy, content. We're eating cookies right now as we talk to you guys about this. It's, this is like the best. Um, Livy burnt the cookies. Though. I did burn Just them. Saying. They're pretty good though. I don't diet. I don't have like a strict eating plan. I eat when I'm hungry. I eat foods that are good for me. Um, not every day is easy. But it's so worth it. Like, I think I've called probably many times with breakdowns. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm, I'm staying on track. I'm doing really good with my recovery. I'm, like, the happiest I've been. I only plan to get happier. Um, yeah. Oh, that's a big one. I also follow on people on social media. 
whose goal is to look skinny, pretty, and clearly Facetune. Like, what can you provide for me on Facetune besides, I mean, on Instagram besides like a pretty face? It's like that one filter that everyone's doing to where it like makes your nose all pointy and chiseled. And then it um, makes your lips huge and your eyes blue and like just completely changes your face. And people post pictures with that filter trying to pass it off as like, yes, this is what I look like. You do not fucking look like this in person. Right. Um, everyone has their own journey mm-hmm. and what they want to do. I just refuse to post for people who obviously listen to me every week talk about my confidence and how I, like, all those things. I'm not going to facetune that shit. Why? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, not my vibe. Um, I refuse to let that be my reality. Like, I feel like what we see is what we consume is what we believe. So I refuse to let that be my reality. No way. I feel like if anyone needs help. Mm-hmm. Or just some extra support and wants to know where to start with living a happy, like a healthier life or like accepting their body more. Feel free to DM Livy or me. Yeah, you it's, guys already know you can DM, yeah. DM me about anything. This is something like obviously I feel so passionately about. Like I want everyone to feel the best, most confident versions of themselves, and I know how it feels to be in a position when you feel like you have nobody and you're so low and you're so dark and you don't know where to go or what to do or how to get out of that funk that like I'm so there I'm so ready to help you know I'm not a licensed therapist but I sure as well should be but like I would love to help because I know how much your help helped me Mm -hmm. and like I would love to be able to provide that for other people and I hope like this episode if you're dealing with body image issues or you're dealing with like society's norms quotation quotation on what to be who to be like let it the fuck go Mm -hmm. and just be happy once you start focusing on your internal self and like you stop holding so much legit weight and what you look like you become such a better person and I wish I want to be like I wish I didn't have to go through the horrible eating disorder I had to go through to realize that Mm -hmm. but you know everything happens for a reason so I'm so happy that I get to share this with you guys this was like actually a really difficult episode for me to record because this is like me saying goodbye to a huge chapter of my life like I'm ready to close out on this I'm ready to obviously it will always like be with you yeah you'll always have to work through it yeah you're always going to be in recovery right always but it's I'm, nice to like just say goodbye to goodbye. Yeah, I'm like I'm ready to say bitch, the the bulimic bitch inside. The bulimic bitch inside me. I'm like, I told her R.I.P. a couple months ago, like six months ago. I tell her R.I.P. again today, and every time she kind of used to come up in my brain. Fuck off. Right, like literally fuck off. I just I'm really done focusing on my past. I really want to move forward with my future. I feel like that's you're going to definitely hear that with like the turn of how Midday Matcha is going to go mm-hmm. now. So I want to end this episode by saying if anyone needs help or they just need somewhere to start or they want to talk about it, I'm all ears. I'm so willing to listen. Gadir, are you? Yeah. Gadir is too. And that we love every single one of you and that it's so possible for you guys to overcome this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to skip the Midday Matchas for this week. Midday Matcha must-haves for this week because... We're this really, yeah, it's so long fucking enough. long. But um, I love every single one of you guys. Kadir, where the, can they find you? Um, at Dear Banny Art 
on Instagram or my that's my art account. My you can message me on there. My personal account's private, so I yeah. Keep it private then. Yeah. And then you guys can follow me on Instagram at Libby Mave. That's M A E V E as in Mave, as well as Midday Matcha has an Instagram, Midday underscore Matcha. I'm slowly getting rid of that and fully going to Libby Mave, just posting all my Midday Matcha content on Libby Mave, as well as I have a YouTube channel. It's Libby Bitch. I love every single one of you. You're so much stronger and better than what society has made you feel like. And I think anybody can get through anything that they're going through. So we love you, right? They can't see you. So oh, you I shake just a head. To say I yeah. Love you. Yeah. Oh, well, you can God. say what makes you feel comfortable. Thanks for having me as a guest. Yeah, I know we've welcome. talked about this for a long time. Right. It's great to be a guest. Bye. Bye.